Greetings. Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy Trade Special Deadline Episode of the Week Extraordinaire. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke, and we only got a few more days left before most of these, uh, before Yahoo anyway, shuts down their trades. Uh, most of the leagues are finishing right on the same time, 10th, 11th, something like that. So we only got a couple more days left to really improve your teams. So today we're going to have a trade special talking just about trades and hopefully everybody likes it and can uh, make some moves. You know, now's the time. You got to get it done. You're not going to be able to improve yourself really substantially for the rest of the year. Once that trade deadline passes, you're stuck with your team and the wire. And if you're in seventh or eighth place, that can be pretty dire. Email me, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. I will get back to you. I got a couple of uh, emails I want to talk about today asking me about what I thought about some trades. So I'll uh, share them with you guys. Also, rate us, please, on iTunes. I always forget to say that. You know, rate us. If you're on iTunes, just rate us. And uh, it takes a couple seconds, but it really helps uh, get this podcast out there. I want to give a big shout out to my listeners in Azerbaijan. I think there's one of you. So, uh, hello in Azerbaijanese. I don't know how to say it. (laughs) But uh, thanks for listening. So let's get into it here. Trade special. Let me talk about a couple of the trades that I've made uh, leading up to it. And one of them was today. And one of them, I think, was yesterday. No, sorry. One of them I made today and one's been proposed to me and I haven't accepted it yet. So I'll mention it and I'll let you know what I'm thinking and Maybe the next episode, I'll let you know if I take it or don't take it. If I haven't taken it by now, I probably won't, but you never know. You know, a lot of these trades are made or declined based on how a guy does that night. You know, I'm, I'm like that. So if, if somebody does great that I'm supposed to get and my guy goes over for 4, accept. You know, <laughs> that's definitely a harbinger for uh, the next, next seven, eight weeks or whatever the season is, seven weeks. Uh, I'm kidding. It's not. It's just a terrible bad habit that I have. So let's talk about it right now. The trade that I made today was on one of my Roto teams. I'm in fourth place. And I mentioned it last episode. You know, one of the key currencies you have right now are big name closers. You know, there's only going to be one trade deadline this year in uh, in Major League Baseball instead of two. So you're not going to have quite the the closer upheaval as we have in the past with people moving teams and stuff. But you're still going to have probably... I would say six to eight closers lose jobs by the end of the year. You know, we, we still have some that are unsettled. No, I, no idea who the Marlins closer is. So there's still there's still places to grab saves. And you got Shane Green in Atlanta getting hammered. So there's some speculation can go on there. Um, you know, you got all these guys that have just become closer, like Archie Bradley, uh, Jose LeClerc. So grab Sean Kelly, grab whoever's behind Bradley. You know, if you if you if you're speculating. You know, but those are the guys you're not trading. You're not trading those those lower level guys. And I'm off track. Let me get back on track and talk about my trade. So, top tr- you know top closers right now are a big currency because hopefully you went out there and you grabbed one or two or three of these uh these these you know Archie Bradley kind of guys. And if you did, that frees you up and gives you so much flexibility because Archie Bradley right now has some has some uh, some value. You know, he's got a couple saves, but he's not going to bring you nearly but nearly as much back as Brad Hand will. Or someone like Will Smith. Uh, so 
if I'm trading saves, I'm trading from the very top I have. Yeah, because a save is a save. I don't care who gets it. If Archie Bradley gets it or Brad Hand gets it, big whoop. It's the same thing. So I trade. I'm in fourth place in this Roto League. I traded uh, Michael Brantley and Brad Hand for Mookie Betts. And it's a pretty fair trade. I mean, right now, I'll talk about it a little bit. You know, you need to, you really need to come strong on some of these offers. So I think Brantley and Brad Hand is a pretty fair offer. I actually canvassed the entire league. I sent out six offers. Um, and this one was, is accepted. I sent them all out last night. This one was accepted this afternoon. You know, I, I need I need more speed. I need more. I need more runs. I need more hitting. Uh, I'm not. I like Brantley. I think he's great value where, where he's drafted. But right now, I need more. And I consider Brad Brad Hand extra because I picked up Bradley and I have Leclerc. So I picked up two closers and now I'm subtracting away Brad Hand. Maybe that's a bad way to look at it. But that's how I see it. A save is a save, regardless. But you know, I. It's I need saves. I'm already like an 11 in saves in that in that league or a 10. I really need hitting. My hitting is is dire. So if I can grab an elite player like Betts, that's what I'm doing. Those are the trades that I want to make right now because consistency is king. And you need these players. We've seen the season ebb and flow. You know, players come up and they do great and they start stinking and they get released. I mean. You know, Michael Franco was a great example. Oh, he's doing great. He's doing great. Oh, he's thinking. He's doing great. Oh, now he's released. So we need consistency. That's where these big-time players, you know, really help out. When you're getting bets, you're getting consistency. You're getting an MVP. And trading away Brantley is, is, is you know, I'd rather have Brantley than not have him, but he's not going to make or break my team. He's a nice player who was a great value, who I happened to hit on, but, you know, Brantley... He's not going to win the MVP. Betts gets hot. He could put together an amazing hot streak. Uh, Brad Hand's just going to get me saves. So I think it's a great trade for me. We'll see how it works out. And again, I'm, I'm sending these trades out on all my leagues where I need help. If I was able to pick up two or three closers, if I have Scott Olberg, you know, if you pick up Scott Olberg, Jose Leclerc, and Archie Bradley, you're set. And if you already had Doolittle or Hand or Will Smith, then you can deal some of these guys away. Okay, and, and, and improve other areas, whether it be hitting or pitching. You know, it, it doesn't really matter who gets you to save. That's the key. Another one was proposed to me today, and, and I'm thinking about it. It's a, it's a league where I am in, I think I'm in sixth. It's my Roto team that I'm in sixth. So I offered, I offered Kershaw and uh, Doolittle for Acuna, which is, uh, you know, whatever. You might be like, oh, it's a terrible trade. Some people might be like, oh, it's a decent trade. It's a pretty good trade. I have like an 11 and 11 in pitching. My pitching is great. Um, my closers, I don't have a lot, but I picked up two. You know, I picked up, uh, I think I picked up, I have Leclerc on every team and Bradley on every team. So it must be those two. So I offered, you know, Doolittle because he's the best closer I had. And, uh, and Kershaw. And he countered with DeGrom and Carlos Martinez. And I haven't accepted or declined. Because I don't know what I'm going to do here. I know DeGrom is on a heater. But again, I have pitching. And Carlos Martinez is whatever. So it's basically DeGrom for Acuna. And, you know, because I have saves. It helps him out. But me, I'm looking at it as, as I have a couple of closers already that I just picked up. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. If anybody has any thoughts, send me an email. Let me know. AVG, Joe's Fantasy at Yahoo.com. And let me know what I should do here. I don't know. It's a tough one. You know, early in the season, I would never even think about it. It's, it's way too fair. 
But right now, you have to make these trades. These are, these are team-changing trades. So uh, I don't know. I need a Cunha. I need a speed. I need a powerful hitter. And I have extra pitching to deal. I just don't want to deal that pitcher. I'd like to deal. I wish Sale was not so terrible. I'd be a little more comfortable dealing uh, DeGrom. On that team, I have DeGrom, Sale, Scherzer. I think I have Scherzer and Kershaw. And, uh, yeah, I need hitting bad. So I don't know. So anyways, a couple of the trades that are the emails that were sent to me. This one was, this was from Rick Polanco and who is that? Oh, Polanco, Jorge Polanco and Cole Hamels for Scott Olberg and Taylor Rogers. He got Olberg and Rogers. You know, I, I don't really view Hamels as really much. And Polanco is a decent player. You know, he's a top 100 player right now. But Oberg has been lights out and could be lights out the rest of the way. And Rodgers has been great all year long. He may lose some save opportunities. So I think last week I made a trade with Rodgers where I traded away Rodgers. And I would do the same thing with him too. I mean, Rodgers has great numbers. He's got stats. He's got saves. I don't know how many he's going to get the rest of the way down. I think he probably gets 65% of them. Maybe 75, maybe, you know, maybe, I don't know, two out of three or three out of five, something like that. I don't know. But so I, in this particular trade, I think those two closers won it. Because I just don't think Polanco is that great. I think there's better, there's, you can find guys in the wire. And Hamels, you can definitely find guys in the wire. So I think he won that trade. Uh, this one's from Braden. He traded away Malik Smith and Mad Bum and got Daniel Murphy and Nate Evaldi. I think. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, really, I don't want to be critical, Braden, but uh, Malik's is really the best player there. Murphy's good, and he could go on a heater. He was one of my dark horses uh, before the season started, and he has been more like a dead horse. But really, he could go on a heater. If you need a second baseman, I mean, he's be, he'll be all right. Of all, he's worthless. I don't know if you thought he was going to be the closer, but he's definitely not going to be the closer in Boston. That's uh, that's Workman's job to lose. I mean, maybe you're going to stash him. Mad Bum, I don't think, is, has that much value either. He's better than Evaldi, who I think has zero value. Uh, but Malik's here is really the key. You know, you're dealing, you're dealing speed, and I'm presuming I don't know if you if you're uh, you know way ahead in stolen bases or not. But I think you could have got better for uh, for Malik's because speed, even though a guy might be ranked 150th or 125th. If he's got you know a billion steals like Malik's does, he he's 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 viewed as a, a higher higher asset because speed elite speed is so hard to find. So I I don't think you got crushed in that trade, but I don't think you won it. I think you lost it like four to six or yeah probably four to six depending on how Murphy does. I mean it really depends on Murphy. We know Malik's is going to hit you know two fifty and steal a steal a base a week or two bases of you know two bases a week not yeah, two bases a week maybe six bases a month something like that. Uh, it really depends on how Murphy does. Well, thanks for those emails. Let's talk about some players that I'm selling, not just because I don't think they're going to keep it up, but because they have good value and you could get a lot back for them. And it really depends on where you are in the, in the standings. I've mentioned before, if you're down at the bottom, you need to trade your best players right now and, and go get an accumulation of guys who are struggling. Go get every first, second, or third rounder who is who has not lived up to their potential. If you have Pete Alonso or you have Bellinger, that's doing great. Or maybe you have Yelich and that's all you got. They need to go, and you need to go grab 
uh, Harper and Trey Turner, um, Judge, you know, all these guys who are who are a little bit behind and not doing quite as good because you need some, you need two or three or four of these guys that get on a heater. If you, that's in Roto. If you're in a head-to-head, target-specific target specific categories, and uh, you'll see what I'm talking about when I start reading some of these guys off, you know. If you're if you like again head to head if you're if you're if you're not doing well, solidify your solidify your starting pitching. Get some high K guys, even if they're going to sacrifice ERA. You know, ship out your ship out your closers. That's the first thing to do. You know, forego that category for now anyway. At least keep one of them. If you have three, trade two and keep one. So you, so you at least competitive in a, in, a, in a you know in a head to head league. If the guy you're playing doesn't have any closers, you'll have a chance to win that category. But go out and get some speed. Go out and uh, get some mashers or go get pitchers with high Ks so you can uh, at least start making up ground. So some of these guys I'm trading away, Giolito, Muncie, Soroka, Moustakis, Miner, Mancini, Brantley. Uh, you know, not for any particular reason other than you can get probably better players back. I mean, for Mancini, I don't think you can get equal value back. So he, you know, I, but I hate to put him in the buy category. <laughs> I wanted to put him somewhere, and I'd probably put him sell high. He's like the 65th or 70th best player overall, and nobody—it's just nobody wants to trade for him. Nobody wants to give equal value for him. So he might be more valuable hanging on to. But Mike Miner, he might be a guy to target. Actually, he might have been in the wrong column. If you're struggling in head-to-head, go grab Mike Miner because doesn't—you know—who cares about his ERA and WHIP? He wants—you want them Ks. You want them potential wins. Um, other guys to sell high: Escobar. Rendon, Devers, not because I think they're terrible. I mean, Escobar has slowed down. Rendon right now, he's a, he's a you know he's getting MVP votes. Rendon is. Devers could also get MVP votes because he had a great year. But Devers is is like what is six for his last thirty three. Escobar has slowed down a bit. He's still hitting homers, but he's, his average has come down a little bit. Rendon, I'm always concerned about because I think he's always hurt. So I'm concerned that if Washington falls out. Maybe they shut them down for the last week, maybe the last two weeks. It depends on how they are in the playoff hunt. Those are my concerns. And they might be, you know, overstated a little bit, but I am concerned about, you know, Rendon obviously slowing down or, or, or missing time from an injury if Washington falls out. And Devers, you know, maybe maybe Boston's maybe Boston just mails it in and uh, Devers just goes on a slump for the last, you know, month or six weeks or whatever. He's already in a bit of a, a bit of a slump. So I'm trading these guys, and again, I'm going for the top echelon. It's Nolan Arenado, um, and if I mean that's really that's really who I'm going for. Nolan Arenado. If I can trade Escobar and get Trevor Story, I'm doing that. I believe I'm a believer in Colorado. I'm a believer in that when they play at home, they put up massive, massive numbers. And on the road, they're very average or below, a little slightly below average. But they're so damn good at home that the the, the stats just they matter. And you know, in a, in a in a head-to-head league or a roto league, they can help you come back, especially if, if if they're at home for the week. Forget it, you know. And these guys are starting to heat up. If that team heats up, you're looking at massive value for some of these players who are have not really been first rounders all year. Uh, so I'm trading away those guys if I can get top of the echelon uh, talent, or if I can get some pieces. You know, if I can get a, a Cindergard and I don't know Cindergard and Harper for Rendon, and if I'm struggling, that might be a good deal. I'm in the middle of the pack. That's still a good deal. If I have uh, Rendon and and uh, and Arenado on my team, or if I need, you know, if I need an outfielder or starting pitcher, that's not a bad deal either. 
you know, I'll take on some of these some of these uh, guys who have struggled a bit for that for the stretch run. Uh, Nelson Cruz, you can't get any hotter than Nelson Cruz. You really can't. And it'd probably be hard to get fair value from him for him. Um, but I'm going for it. I wouldn't trade Nelson Cruz straight up for somebody like for Hoskins. I'd probably I'd keep Nelson Cruz. Same with Harper. I don't think I would trade him straight up, even though I'd want to. I just I mean Harper's just been so bad all year. But you could easily get a couple pieces for him. You know, Nelson Cruz is not a kind of guy you want to trade away for Mancini or Brantley straight up. But if you could grab, I don't know, if you could grab a you know a young guy, Gallon or Bichette, as kind of a throw-in to go along with somebody like Goldie or Hoskins, maybe Hoskins has been very good. Uh, Judge, no, no one's going to trade you Judge for Nelson Cruz. I'd make the try, I'd make the offer probably. Uh, but I try to get somebody else too. I wouldn't do it straight up, just because I want more. Judge has been so bad in his, in his oblique injury. I'm sorry. And you never know if he's fully healthy. Uh, some other guys I would sell while they still have value are uh, Stanton and Snell. You know, there's there's rumor that they're going to come back, and if they have any value at all, throw them in there and get the get them the hell out of here. I don't think they're going to be effective at all the rest of the year. So if you could trade Stanton and somebody for you know. A quality player that can help you win, you know, maybe somebody like Robbie Ray, Stanton for Robbie Ray. I'd make that trade. Get a guy with some high K's, um, James Paxton maybe, Blake Snell for James Paxton. I'd do that, just because you you know if you're struggling, you can't hold on to these guys till the last two weeks because you might be out of it by then. Get rid of them. Get somebody that can help you right now. Uh, trade away your top closers like I talked about. You know, saves a save. If you're struggling, if obviously if you're in first place, your team's doing great, then whatever. If you're looking to buy low, maybe trade a surplus. Maybe you're trading somebody on a heater. Um, other than that, you're not really doing a whole lot. You know, you're you are looking to improve in certain areas, but if you have four closers and you have four great closers, then I wouldn't start dealing them away if you're in first. There's no reason to to injure yourself in a category. But if you're in first and and you have, you know, I don't know. Maybe you have somebody like Giolito on your team. You know, you could you could look to deal him for Chris Sale or um, I don't know, geez, Harper, um, Ben and Tendi, and try to get somebody that can help you these next six weeks. If they go on a heater, then then it'll put you ahead. Travis Diarno, I'd like to package him with a closer or or with some other player that's valuable like Mancini. And try to get a better catcher. I don't think he's going to last. Uh, just unfortunately, there's not a lot of catcher surplus out there. But he does have some value. He has been doing great. Um, so I would try to trade him right now. Uh, Yuli Gurriel, who's been massive, <laughs> massively uh, great the last the last month or two. Uh, I don't know if I'd even sell him. He's been that damn good. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna. You're not gonna equal value for him. So he's probably more valuable to your team. Than, than on a trade. But if you're if you're behind, if you're in eighth place, then he's going away for sure. Uh, DJ LeMahieu and Aaron Judge, and they both have injuries already. Judge with his oblique. LeMahieu just, just uh, came back from an injury. So I don't mind trading guys who I think are banged up. I mean, if New York puts it away, who knows how much they're going to play the last two weeks of the season. You know, maybe they play two out of three games to get themselves healed up. Maybe they play three out of five, you know. You just... You, if you're going to be in the playoffs, you need to have guys who are going to play and be healthy. And I don't know if they can take you there. 
LeMahieu's got great value. You know, again, you could try to trade him. Somebody like Bregman. I'd much rather have Bregman. Um, you got Domingo Herman, the same thing. Uh, who knows how long he's going to be pitching for. If they dial him back a little bit, you know, try to get him working out of it, you know, working uh, every six or seven days maybe. I'd rather have a pitcher that I can count on in the playoffs. Uh, so that's what we got there for our sell guys, guys I'm looking to trade. Guys I'm looking to buy, I got a huge list. Corey Kluber, David Price. Uh, again, looking to, looking to help you in the playoffs. That's all you're getting them for. And if you're in first, second, or third, somewhere up in, you know, some, or head-to-head up in, the, up in the playoffs already, you want to grab one of these guys now. So it's, a, you know, it's like lightning in a bottle. Kluber comes back and he's the Corey Kluber of old. Great. You got, you got an ace for, I don't know, maybe, maybe you traded away, maybe you traded away, I don't know, Mike Miner mm-hmm. for him. You know, something like that. A D Gordon, kind of the same thing. You know, if you're, if you're, like I said before, and I think the last episode episode before, one of the easiest ways to move up in a, in a roto league is wins and, and stolen bases and also saves. Uh, so if you're, if you're looking to move up in a couple categories, a couple category spots, go grab some saves. Go grab D Gordon. He might even be on the wire, but he's a, he can run. If he's healthy, he may help you win that category head-to-head, may help you move up a few points in, uh, in roto leagues. Jack Flaherty's a beast. Grab him before he's uh, you know, priced out. Max, I like Max Scherzer. You know, I got him on like four or five teams, which has not been great. I hope he's got to come back healthy. I actually have a team right now in the playoffs, and he's on it, and I'm losing. So thanks a lot, Max, for that. But, um, yeah, if you can if you can grab him for a discount, I would. But I wouldn't be trading, you know, I, I really wouldn't be trading like uh, Walker Bueller for him. You know, I, I, I probably wouldn't be doing that unless I had a massive lead or a big surplus. It's, a, it's pretty risky. Uh, we got Aaron Judge. I'm buying, but you probably won't be able to get him, or I probably he probably won't be acquirable for what he's worth right now. I mean, his name alone carries a certain amount of, of value, so it's probably gonna be hard to get him for what he's really worth. Alex Bregman, I'd love to grab him. JD Martinez, Reese Hoskins, who's been just kind of meh all year long. Bryce Harper, who's been kind of meh all year long. Trevor Story and Arenado. I mentioned them a minute ago. I'm buying, you know, I'm buying as many shares I'm as the, I'm buying as many shares in them as I can get. Chris Sale, even though he's you know he's had a few stinkers, he's been getting crushed. So if you can grab him for for Mike Miner and Carlos Martinez or or uh, Mike Miner and you know I don't know, geez, I can't even think of anybody, but somebody like uh, somebody like ah uh, oh, jeez, let me let me I think of somebody here. Hmm. I probably I mean you could trade Brantley for him. It'd be great. Mike Miner and Brantley. I'd make that trade. That's a pretty fair trade. Uh, Mookie Betts, I'm buying. Goldie, I'm buying. Uh, Eddie Rosario, I'm still buying. You're just gonna have to make sure you get a deal on him. You know, Eddie Rosario, he's not the top 20 player he was, you know, a little bit ago. But he had a pretty decent game today. And if he starts getting getting hot again, he can help you out in, in multiple categories. Um, Miguel Sano. I like him as kind of a throw-in. You know, if you can grab somebody great and say, oh, by the way, throw in Sano, because that dude can go on a homer binge, and then you start climbing. Marcelo Zuna coming off the DL. Hasn't been great since he came off the DL. I'm buying. Whit Merrifield, I'm buying. Freddie Freeman, not because he's low, just because he's great. You know, Freddie Freeman is the perfect example of buying a star. Trading, Trading guys who are on heaters for someone like Freddie Freeman. 
I mean, that dude is uh, is is an is an you know an MVP candidate. He's awesome. Chris Davis. We're talking about heaters. You know, Nelson Cruz style heaters. Chris Davis can go on one. Francisco Lindor, uh, Adalberto Mondesi, who's hurt again. He can help you in the playoffs if you're in a head-to-head league. Pro, I mean, it's going to depend on where you are in the roto standings. If you can get them cheap enough, but in a head-to-head league, you can be really valuable in the playoffs. Uh, let's see. Zach Gallen, I like him as a throw-in. I think he could have a nice finish to the season. Jose Ramirez, you're gonna probably have to pay up for him. But if you can get a discount on him, you can pay 80% on the dollar for him, 80 cents on the dollar for him. Great. Trevor Bauer and Robbie Ray, I'm grabbing them for K's. You know, I don't I don't have a lot of high hopes for either one of them turning it around right now. Ray is gonna be Ray's gonna be high threes ERA, and Bauer's probably gonna be three and a half ERA. Um, but they can strike people out. In a head-to-head league, that's super valuable. In a roto league, that's also, also super valuable where you get your innings limits. Uh, Michael Conforto, buying him. He's been hitting a few homers the last week. Uh, Benintendi, I'm buying. James Paxton, I'm buying. Again, for K's. Trey Turner, I'm buying uh, for steals and runs. And uh, George Springer, I'm buying because he's freaking awesome. So when you're targeting teams in the league... Little uh, change of pace here. Let's go to go to targets now. I've mentioned it. I think I mentioned it at the beginning of the year. First of all, you're looking at uh, the bottom teams to see who's still active. You know, you want to see if team has injured list guys starting, they're not active. If uh, you know, check the transaction logs, see who's made transactions, who made pickups in the last couple weeks. Look at those teams first. Those are the ones I always go after first. And then I look at the rest of the rosters and see you know if he's got IL guys starting. Then I'm not interested. I'm not going to waste my trades on him, trade offers on him. And then I'll go back and say, hey, he's got all active guys starting. Let me see when the last time they made a move was. If they're putting their, their lineups in and out, then they're still active, and you can go ahead and send them a trade. I mean, in Yahoo, you only get six trades at a time. You can't really send unlimited trades. So it's valuable now to make sure you're trading with people who are active. We only got a couple days left, so don't waste, don't waste your trade offers on dead teams, You know, hoping that, oh, maybe they'll check their email today. Um, let's see. Look at teams, see where they're weak. Look in the standings. If you have, I mean, if, it doesn't matter how many closers you have. If you're, if you're decided you're going to trade a closer, find someone who is generally not a 12 in saves, you know, uh, but find somebody who's hopefully behind you that they can leapfrog a team in front of you so they can move up from like eight to six, eight, eight place to sixth place. And you in sixth place can go to like six to fourth or something, you know, as, as they leapfrog teams in front of you. You want to knock that knock teams down in front of you. Um, again, same thing with power. You're gonna you're gonna see a lot of teams, you know, anywhere from like three down or even one down that have like all twelves in one category, and then they're like twos and threes in the other side. You know, they're winning all the hitting, but they're losing all the pitching, or or they're, or they're like a six in all the categories. Figure out what you can trade them and where you can. Uh, where you can where you can make them weaker or other teams in your league weaker. It's great if you could trade closures with you know trade a closure to a guy who's like an eleven in saves. Like if the team in first is an eleven or ten in saves, trade them closures all day long. Who cares? You know, it, it, all it's going to do is uh, help them stay in first. Because if you're down there in fourth or fifth or sixth, it may be time to to be realistic and say, you know what, let's try for third or second. <laughs> 
Maybe first place is a little out of it. If you're 10, if you're 10 points behind right now, you're fine. But if you're 20 points behind first and only 10 behind third, well, maybe uh, let's, let's focus on getting the third first. And if you could trade you know, a hitter or a starter somewhere to a guy in first place who doesn't really need them, you know, all it's going to do is help them get ahead farther. And if it weakens the team in second and third, that's great. You know, that's exactly what you want to do. And one thing I should mention here, uh, trade from your strengths, obviously. You know, if you're a three in saves and you're not going anywhere, go ahead and get rid of them. But if you're like a six or a seven in saves and you're only a few behind and trading a closer might hurt you and drop you behind, you know, a couple spots, then it's not really worth it unless you just wholesale get rid of all of them. You know, it's no, there's no reason to bump yourself down a couple spots in one category to help, you know, in another category. It's, uh, it's really not worth it. If you can grab a cheap closer in a trade, that's great too. If you can grab a guy like Carlos Martinez or uh, Archie Bradley or Jose the Clerk, you know, if you can get them as like a, a throw-in, you know, you trade away Brantley. And, uh, you know, I'd definitely trade away Brantley for, for the Clerk if I needed saves. Definitely. Why not? I mean, you can grab outfielders on the wire. There are no closers on the wire. There are plenty of outfielders. There's just no closers. So if you're, if you're only, you know, two saves behind the guy in front of you and five saves in front of that and seven saves in front of that, then I would definitely go grab some of these low-end closers. You know, help you move up two or three or four spots because that really could be the difference between you finishing fourth and third or third and second. And lastly, uh, it's time to make strong offers. You know, you're not, uh, not pussyfooting around here. You're not fiddle-farting with the trade offers. You're coming with your best offer or really close to your best offer. You don't have time to spend two weeks on trying to get a trade. You get a couple days. So come with a strong offer. Hopefully, you know, they can give you some feedback or they'll counter-offer like, like uh, this guy did with the Acuna trade. And you can get something worked out. But it's time now to uh, let, let the idea of fleecing go and uh, make some trade offers. You know, last year I was trading sale. I traded sale for Arenado. And it was great because he floundered down the stretch and Arenado was awesome. You know, you're trading guys with names. You're trading guys with, with stats. If you got to trade Freddie Freeman, then you trade Freddie Freeman. You know, if, if they're not interested in taking away Alonzo or Mancini, but they'll give you a boatload for Freeman, then you do it if you have to. I mean, you're not really going to improve yourself out of seventh place after the trade deadline. It's going to be really, really hard to hope that all your guys start playing better and everybody else starts stinking. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a quite insurmountable task. So make these trades now, you know, and hopefully, you know, if you're trading closers away, great. That's something that you can get as the season goes. Like I said, we, we have a couple places now that we don't know who the closer is. And some of these guys are untested. Some of these guys aren't very good, and some of these guys are struggling. So go ahead, trade away all your closers if you need to, and hopefully, you know, in two or three weeks, you got them all back. You know, and you don't you don't lose a lot of ground. You know, you're gonna need you're gonna need fixes, and closers are the easiest way to get them. In a head-to-head league, it's your big-time starters uh, and and saves. You know, get rid of your saves first. Get rid of your big-time starters next. Just make sure you're getting guys back that are high in strikeouts. That's something that you really can't find on the wire. You can't find a guy striking out 12 per nine on the wire. So if you can grab Robbie Ray or Paxton or uh, who's the other guy, uh, Bauer, then then get them. You know, you trade. Go ahead and trade away your Degrom and and take Bauer back uh, and and uh, and a hitter or another pitcher or a closer or whatever you need. You know, same as somebody like Matt Boyd, who I hate. You know, if you can't sell him high, 
then uh, I, I don't even know if I'd buy Matt Boyd. He's I, I, I hate Matt Boyd. But guys like that, you know, if he's a throw-in, but if you're trading away a key piece to get somebody like Matt Boyd, then not really, not interested. But high strikeout guys, you know, are what you want to have with a head-to-head league. If you're if you're if you're really starting to target categories, you know, because you're going to get you need to have those strikeouts. And if you can still you know shuttle in your pitchers, win the strikeouts, win the wins, and uh, hopefully you can win an ERA and a WHIP once in a while. You know, win two or three of the pitching categories, ideally. Hopefully Bauer turns it around, hopefully Ray goes on a heater and turns it around, you know. You're not just giving up, you're not just giving up DeGrom or giving up Syndergaard or giving up uh, Kershaw. You know, you, you're, you're trading away from a strength uh, of, the, of the percentages, getting strikeouts back, and if you shuttle in and got enough guys, you can get wins and you'll get strikeouts and you'll, you'll hopefully win an ERA and a whip once in a while, you know. And then you can also get your hitting, improve your hitting as well. There we go. That's the episode for today. The trade special. Let me know if you make any deadline trades. Send me some emails. avgjoesfantasyyahoo.com avgjoesfantasyyahoo.com Let me know if you want to make some moves. I can try to help you before the deadline passes. And uh, best of luck. Average Joes out. <laughs>